The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Assholes Podcast. Did you T- say assholes again? Assholes. Oh, nope. Right. Uh, <laughs> Aaron doesn't talk like you that. You did. Yeah, I don't use that kind of language. Right, sorry. <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> no. Uh, today we are smoking the Timeless Prestige Hermoso. I guess that's pronounced that way. I'm it's pretty good. Literally, I guess. Uh, we have our delightful news, top five, and... We're missing a certain ash hole. Uh, Stiffy Jen. Stiffy Jen. Okay, so another shocker. She's um, off in Vegas seeing Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, on the vacation. So if you're props to her in, huh? for the first time, I'm Mr. Jonathan from uh, the Big Show. We call it the Cigar Ooh. Authority. With me is uh, my good friend Ed, also known as Mr. Delightful, and we have Aaron, the Professor, and the Aussie known. Is our producer Chrissy? G'day, g'day. Might I just say that isn't it coincidental that we gain all this popularity and look who's jumping ship? Uh, into for a little, Gen little day of training. I, I no. have yeah. a. Um, he wants to see how it's really in the done. Of everybody. Full disclosure: I pissed Dave off this week, and he demoted <laughs> me for exactly one week. Oh. Today we're going to smoke, as Aaron pointed out, the Timeless Prestige Hermoso, exclusively for Ferry Otago. We're going to be discussing how to maintain and repair a lighter. And uh, for our cigar review, the wrapper of the cigar is a Honduran. We have Dominican binder, Dominican filler. The size is a Robusto. They retail for $10.69 per single, and a box is $209.99. And the cold draw is black cherry. Yeah. You just, nailed that. Just the skin of it, really. The skin. <laughs> really, it's when you get a fruitcake and you, you see the black cherry in the fruitcake and you reach in and you grab just the black cherry and you chew on that for a little bit because it, there is a bit of a bready component, mm. which we pointed out we were talking before on the, uh, the foot of the, the cigar, foot, yep. how yep. it smells like uh, raisin bran. It has that bready type mm-hmm. component to it along with the fruit. Huh. Well, why don't we light this? Sounds like a plan. Wow. How do we do that? Well, <laughs> you know there's all kinds of rules on this one, but uh, well. it's time to light our cigar. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellent. Stiffy Mr. J. What? You're taking Whoa. your seat, so you got to be stiffy. That sounds today. really <laughs> I thought you'd love that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> So. All right, let's remind everyone of the law while you guys are lighting. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. Jonathan didn't play uh, by the rules. Now he's on our show. He's awful, uh, <laughs> he's awful bossy for someone who's on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could you call that a vacation? <laughs> He went to the Dominican Republic on, in quotes, business. To yeah. visit a bunch of cigar shops, I call it, cigar factories. I call that a vacation. You know how much money regular consumers would pay to do what he's about to do? Or yeah. what he's doing right now? 
<laughs> Would they do it in a few days? I don't know. Uh, they might not be able to pull that off. Yeah, that'd be tough. Well, speaking of Dave and his one draw, that's the law. You have to tell us the strength of this cigar based on your one draw. Can I take the draw now, now that it's lit? Yes. 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 Lighting it's not part of it. Six. I th- profiled a little lighter for me, like a, a five. Mm. Right. See, I would have gone six or seven. Mm. I'd guess. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with six. I, I think six or seven is probably accurate. That's my guess. Thanks, um, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can't tell anything from one draw, even if yeah, it is the law. Not. Yeah. But uh, we've got our guest here who happens to be an expert on the repair of light. I mean, you've probably fixed thousands. Yeah. We'd say a few every day. Somebody will come in and say this doesn't work. And I'm pretty close to 99% survival rate on mm-hmm. lighters. If you bring me a broken lighter, <laughs> then you probably won't 99% die. 99% of the time, <laughs> you will survive. Uh, and so will the lighter. Ah, all right. Well, that's good. So what do we need to, to know about? So the... I came up with an acronym years ago called GHOST, which stands for gas, hang, oxygen, spark, and timing. Hmm. So gas, is, does your lighter have gas? Uh, I would assume yes. so. There was a flame. Okay. <laughs> if there isn't a flame, which my lighter is pretty close to empty, so it's going out quickly. So it's clear. I can see that the gas is low. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing to know about butane is that butane is very temperature sensitive. So inside the can of butane, there's about a third of propellant. What you don't want to do is mix the propellant into the butane and shoot that into your lighter because you're going to cause problems. So shaking it up is a bad idea. Shaking it's bad. So the second letter is H for hang. So we checked on our gas to make sure that it's premium. There's a seal in the top, so I know that this gas is good. And it doesn't matter what company is advertised on the outside. In this case, it's Lotus. But there's plenty of other brands out there that have the seal in the top. Mm -hmm. If you see a seal down the side, typically that butane comes out of Mexico. That's how they seal the cans down there. And not that the butane won't burn in a soft flame, but it's not refined enough with how fine they mill the jets now in jet flame lighters, it's not going to produce a great result and it'll clog the jets from within, which is very, very tough to fix. So you flip the can upside down, you line your fill tube up with your valve and you just press down firmly. So what's gonna happen here, and I emptied my lighter out by using it. So where am I, here we go. If you look, my fuel is only up to here. So there's some extra airspace in here and right now the lighter will work. And it just stopped there on its own, right? It stopped there on its own because there's some pressure. In order for the tank not to implode when it lets the butane out, it has to allow air in through the jets that are on the side here, there's intakes. So now I have some back pressure in that lighter. So what you need to get is one of these bleed tools. They're 10 bucks. You can pick them up at just about any cigar retailer, any of the better ones. And what it does, it, it has a nozzle on the end that matches up exactly to the fill tube on the lighter. And it also has an exit that you can point away from your hand because when the butane comes out, it's cold. So I'm just gonna bleed that lighter out and get that pressure to come off the top. And now when I fill it, I'll be able to fill it all the way to the top and there'll be very little, if any, bubble. And now I've got rid of the back pressure. And the reason the back pressure is important is if you get 50% back pressure and 50% butane, the lighter will appear to be broken 
even though you have gas in there. Hmm. So the next thing is oxygen. So you inspect your jets. If, the, if you filled it and you've bled it and you know that everything, it's good butane and it's still not working, the next thing you want to look is to see, are you getting enough oxygen? So do you have lint built up from your pocket on the intakes on the side? And to clean those out, a little canned air, blow that out. You can blow out the jets. A lot of blowing over there. A lot there. of, there's a lot of blowing. Now the lighter's actually working better than what it was just from that little bit of blowing. Mm. Coming up next is spark. So you've blown it out. It's still not working. You're going to look at your sparker. And if the sparker, sometimes in, in the flame, the flame will heat that sparker up and it'll cause it to bend away. Mm. And now if the can of butane is, the can of canned air here is my housing, the sparker will arc back to the housing called back sparking. So a little bit of downward pressure on that to get it closer to the jet. And now it'll spark properly and ignite. And the other thing that consumers don't understand is not all lighters are built the same. So this lighter is built for uh, fast timing. So I can click the button down hard and it will light every time. There are some lighters where you have to let the butane build up in the mm, reservoir yep. before you click it. So you would have to press the valve and then slowly get into your click and you'll find that, especially single jet lighters, those that's where the, the problem mm -hmm. ends up happening. And I will say, this particular lighter I've had for probably going on five years. It's pretty bulletproof, that cyclone. Right, yeah, the cyclones are solid. <clears throat> over time, I think you have to bend down the sparker A couple more. of times, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, and the, the sparker is eventually going to burn out, and there's nothing you can do about it. It'll just constantly back spark. But and if you're getting five years for $10 a lighter, <laughs> exactly. on, you've got really, no yeah. complaints. Nope. I was um, going to say, another thing I've seen you guys do with that, if the canned air doesn't quite work, I believe I've seen you guys take a toothbrush... And, yeah, you can scrub out the jets and get, really the, get that on. carbon out. When you do that, you want to make sure that you half engage or fully engage and then <laughs> blow out the jets while you're cleaning so that anything you dislodge gets blown out from the butane. Mm. And that is the schmuckus? That's the schmuckus. The, the, uh, the final piece here is how high the gas is up, and that goes mm. back to the first part of the acronym. So often when you fill your lighter, as you're butane starts to go down you may be turning it up turning it up turning it up to be able to get the jet and now it's up too high with all the pressure you build up in the tank so the jet blows itself out and appears to be broken so play with your turning it on and off down the bottom your adjustment right. and Find tune it a little bit and yeah. that, th those are the major things that i do in the store when it's time to so, service some of lighter. the other lighters actually have the adjustment incorporated in the bottom and very often people move that when they're especially right-handed yep. smokers so the cyclone 2 the, the next version up from this mm -hmm. and then there's also uh, the land shark lighter which is a very similar design when you grab the lighter you end up using your uh, ring finger and it turns it down by mm -hmm. accident yep. and now the lighter's broken you just reach down and and fine-tune the adjustment but so, if you stick to ghosting which is checking your gas hang it upside down oxygen check your spark and adjust your timing, you'll fix 99% right. of the problems with lighters. I've seen you on many occasions. They come in, and if it's the other version, you just turn it, click it. Okay, it it's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take much. And it, honestly, the, there's been horror stories where I go to service the lighter, and I bleed it out, and I smell something other than butane. Oh, so man. So this guy had a cyclone, 
and it was one quarter of the way filled, so I'm like, I'm thinking there's just back pressure in here. So I bleed it out, and I can smell petroleum. Oh, uh, yeah. So and light, I said, what, did you, fluid? what like. did you fill this with? And he said, you know, Zippo lighter fluid. <sighs> and I said, how did you get that much Zippo lighter fluid? He goes, it took, it took me, me like three hours. <laughs> I'm pushing it in one drop at a time, and I'm oh, like, that's... No. Dude, you think... I got the lighter to work because uh, Zippo fluid does eventually evaporate, Yeah. and with being able to bleed it and fill it and bleed it and fill it, uh, and again, if I wanted to, f- you want to bleed the lighter completely upside down, but if I had bad fuel in this, I would turn the lighter upside down Let it drain right and out. drain the butane out, and that's, that's the trick. That's what I did to get the lighter fluid I out. I can't believe you stuck with it that long it, to get it in there. I mean, it's he was like, like, I just thought. should have just been I, like, oh, this is wrong. I just <laughs> thought I was doing it wrong, and I just kept trying to learn and trying to learn, and I'm like, yeah. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Jim Collison's starting trouble in the chat, boy. Of course he is. He says, <laughs> he says who let this TCA slacker on this show? <laughs> oh. oh, he's on an internship here. Yeah. And <laughs> oh. someone, uh, <laughs> I pissed Dave off. That's what happened. Yeah. And then Sean said, oh, God, here comes the peapod. So my, my cigar <laughs> went out because I, I was talking too much. So if I want to relight my cigar, I'm going to heat up the ash that's there. I already wiped off the excess ash. I'm going to heat it up so that it's glowing. And instead of taking a draw in and pulling those ash particulates in, I'm going to blow them out. Exhaust it. Mm. Over the flame. And put ash all over the table. All over the desk, which I have to clean later. Yeah. We're never yeah. letting this yeah, guy back on the show. Yeah, yeah this works. It's another one on your list. From keep the, keep making a mess, and we're going to call you Barry Stein in a minute. <laughs> That's uh, uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But relevant. Well, let's get to some mail, shall we? Yeah, I've got some. Yeah. There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. Mail. You hate that, right? I made that. Yeah, but you don't like it. I like it. It's from way back, too, yeah. Yeah. He made it, of course he likes it. I like it, yeah. (laughs) Oh, what was the other one? I'm not saying what I don't like, because you know, you got to go back and find it. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing about Ed Sullivan, is that he, he has so much time on his hands that he can go back and find the most obscure stuff that has been said that will just haunt you for the rest of your life. And then I get a quick audio clip of that, and you Mm -hmm. agree. Are you a younger brother? Do you have an older brother that you did? I have an older and a younger. Oh, okay. Oh, middle child. That explains Uh a lot. trouble. Hey, now. Hey, I'm in the same boat. Do I understand? We know our own. We're awesome. That's (laughs) trouble. So (laughs) this email comes to us from Sean Beaudry, and Sean writes... Just listen to your podcast. Love the ash hole of the week. Nice. Best segment idea on any cigar podcast. <coughs> Pretty good. Hmm? Keep it up. After spending a morning in Two Guys in Salem, you will have material for years. That's <laughs> <laughs> where we get most of it from. That's true, yeah. That's where today's ash hole of the week will come from. <laughs> uh, this is from Jay Bushy. Long-time listener, first-time caller, or writer, whatever. Hmm. While I enjoy the feud between you and that other cigar show, (laughs) I think you all are putting too much weight into what they say. I'm also feuding with a member of their panel as he refuses to admit that the Lancero is the king of all cigars. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Here's, here's the thing about that feud is that is he's, he thinks he's feuding with David Garofalo. He's feuding with Maduro Dave. <laughs> and you, if you have a problem with Maduro Dave, you have to take it up with Maduro Dave. Because when you see right. regular Dave Garofalo, he's he like, I like a Lancero. Yeah. 
But Maduro Dave says that it makes his fingers look fat. So you got to know which one you're Ex- dealing with. You have with. to know. It's like dealing with drunk Jonathan or regular Jonathan. Right. It's two well, different people. He goes on to one say. One requires a taser. The other one, you just say, go sober up. <laughs> <laughs> How credible are they, really? Keep up the great content. And please, more Lancero content. I'm trying to build my hashtag <laughs> Save the Lancero campaign. Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully I get to make it up there on a Tuesday and see the show in person. Nice. P.S. Don't let Aaron do the read on this. He butchered my last name last time. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping it is just yeah, it was bushy. I was like, I, I recognize the name, so he's definitely not a first-time writer. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I butchered it. <clears throat> what did you say? I just... Tried to figure out how to say it. Oh. Bushy, bushy. Like, oh, yeah. Could, you could go Boucher. Boucher. I mean, it, it, it's not really a... It looks like bushy it's, to me. Yeah. yeah, like maybe they pronounce it Boucher, and it was just yeah. an Ellis Island uh, mistranslation or something. Well, could be. Nathan Stoltzner says, and the subject is stupid advertising. I love the show and have listened to every episode over the past two years. Well, My condolences. Thank you. <laughs> I usually enjoy your advertising as it is quite entertaining, and I've never gone out of my way to skip it. <laughs> However, uh-uh. for the love of God, please change the one draw. It's the love. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It is horrible to the point where I'll stop whatever I'm doing <laughs> and skip 30 seconds just so I don't have to wow. hear this. Of course... This is just my opinion, and I'm not trying to be a real ashole. Keep up the good work. I mean, yeah, those Maybe laws. I, I mean, I think it's I think it's a cute concept where you have to yeah. do all that evaluation in one puff. Yep. It's, yeah. But it's, it, I mean, Dave does it every week. I don't like it when he does it because mm-hmm. he's automatically everything is way too strong. And he's <laughs> right like, that's from, a three, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Out of ten. Yeah, I don't think he's complaining about the actual law. I think it's the... The chant. It's the chant. I, I it's long. It. Perhaps I could redo it in a more sunny disposition it's for long. us. And yeah, that will make them all happy. Just make oh. it a little shorter. Point it, taken. So. It looks like, uh, <laughs> st- well, yeah, it is signed Stiffy Jen. Stiffy Jen uh, got back to Nathan, and then Nathan said, how dare you mention the inferior podcast? <laughs> 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 Just kidding, of course. I know it won't change, but Jesus, is it annoying. (laughs) Tell Dave it's worse than Mr. J shoving whatever the hell up his nose and trying to be the Dawn. Oh. Oh, On that note. I'll take that. I love that the shots fired even from the email. I know, man. This is great. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll continue smoking the Timeless Prestige Hermoso. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. 
enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davros Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davros Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We are smoking the Timeless Prestige Hermoso, which well done, still Aaron. Hermoso just gets me every time. Uh, it's just, it's an odd one. I, I want to be like, you know, Hermanos or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you don't follow us on the social medias, we're on Facebook, naturally, The Assholes. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, at The Assholes. On Instagram, at Assholes Radio, just to mess with you. Also on YouTube and Odyssey. Oh, we're on the Odysseys, too? We're on the Odysseys. Oh, yeah. And if you want to write in an email, which I'm very people grateful do. for the people that have been doing it, yeah. it's Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, any uh, emails where you're shitting on Stiffy Jen. 
You get double I points. mean, anything that has an issue with us, I'm all for. Like, yeah. the complimentary ones, I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't know what to do with that, you know. But <laughs> they, they can subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, they can, can subscribe. They? Yeah. Subscribe, yeah. I feel like we're going to get a lot of fan mail after today, or hate mail. Mm, we'll get stand in our stand in <laughs> guest. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this cigar so far, it seems to actually burn pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, I'm finding mine is burning on the hot side mm-hmm. and it's gone out a couple of times. The first time was completely my fault. But uh, if I don't puff on it every 15 seconds, it seems to uh, start to go out and then it's burning real hot. Yeah, I'm fighting with it a bit. Uh, yeah, I had to go out first thing. So I've been kind of puffing a little bit more frequently, but now I'm getting a little bit of a split, but I'm not going to complain too much about it. It's, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's not going to cause any issues, I doubt. But I'm having relighting issues as well. Fighting so, it the whole time. So a few construction issues, hmm. but uh, I mean, it's a nice looking wrapper at the very least. <laughs> a lot of oils. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think we, maybe we could do a top five. Do you got one for us, Mr. I do. Oh, I do. All right. All let's right. go with that. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, them. so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So today's uh, top five is the top five scary movies for Halloween. You guys like scary movies? Let let me clarify. Did you make this list or Jen made it? Good Um, question. It doesn't matter. Well, it came from somewhere. I need to know who to shit on. Well, from 1974, coming in at number five, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You got an issue with that? Like the original. Yeah. Okay. Number four, from 1980, The Shining. I mean, that's excellent. Ex- and especially together with Dr. Sleep. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2013's The Conjuring. Never oh my saw God. It. I haven't seen it's it. So nope. scary. Is it? I, so I like scary movies. I like to be scared. I watched this movie. I got to like the last 20 minutes and I had to, <laughs> I had to make, I was watching it by myself. I had to make my husband come down and sit with me so I could finish it. It was that, <laughs> it scared me that much. <laughs> wow. And uh, 2018's Hereditary. Has never anyone heard of, heard of that? I have, I've heard of it, not seen that one. Yeah, it, I mean, it just sounds like a bad Thanksgiving dinner. And number one, coming in from 1973, I don't think anyone will argue with this, The no. Exorcist. That was great. 100% the scariest the movie. Yeah. I PTSD from that movie. I remember like, when, I, I think they did a uh, re-release of the director's cut. I, I think I saw that in theaters when it came out. I would have put number like, six uh, here one, yeah. uh, as the Cigar Silence Authority of oh. the Lambs. Oh. Because that really? movie, that movie legit made me afraid of the dark afterwards. Because he lived at the end. Sounds. I mean, yeah. that's more of like a psychological. The, yeah. Not really a horror The Omen movie. was a pretty. The Omen. One. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how you feel about kids, I guess. <laughs> well, that, that was. A, yeah, they're terrified. It's like it's yeah. just a normal kid, <laughs> creepy kid. He wasn't that delightful, was he? <laughs> he was oh, not that delightful. He but wasn't. <laughs> as it turns what out, what a segue! This guy's a pro. We oh, should yeah. have him on here way more. <laughs> because often. it's it's definitely still a segue if you point out uh, that it's, it's a segue. A segue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's still yeah. fine. Hey, that's the running. Well, joke. as it turns out, I've got some delightful news mm. for you all. Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Yes. Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. 
brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. How delightful. You do that so well. Yeah, he well. said that. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, he's Mr. Uh, delightful. So. As it turns out, when Jen is heading out the door for vacation, she finally gives me a shorter... <laughs> A shorter yeah. copy. Sometimes it's multiple Massive pages. Massive picture. And Cut and paste. Yeah, it's, it's a whole craft project. Well, well it is a craft. She'll cut the pictures out and then tape them onto different things. So th- <laughs> this was... Why do you need pictures? It's audio. We don't. We absolutely don't. Well, it's a cute picture. It's adorable. It's if you yeah. like Tasmanian oh. devils. Well, <laughs> here's the delightful news. And you may be interested in this, Chrissy, since it is it's closer to Australia. <laughs> oh, an unlikely mammal returns to the mainland. Oh. <laughs> Just what you needed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. Oh, it's okay. a different mammal. I am an animal. Oh, man. <laughs> the voracious, <laughs> whirling Looney Tunes character oh, right. might be the first Tasmanian devil that springs to mind, but the real-life creature is actually <laughs> one of the world's most vulnerable marsupials. Devastated by a facial tumor disease. Yeah. That doesn't sound Wait. delightful, does it? Again, how does cancer it's keep coming up? Getting better. Yeah. <laughs> that wiped out 90% of the population in some areas oh, of Tasmania. Devils were declared an endangered species in 2008. Now Tasmanian devils are thriving on the Australian mainland for the first time in 3,000 years. Wow. Hmm. Thanks to the efforts of the COVID? conservation group, <laughs> Ossiarch. Yeah, people can't run as far. Yeah. <laughs> Dozens of devils were introduced into a sanctuary in New South Wales last year. And this spring, the first generation of joeys were born. Aww. It's delightful. Once widespread over the entire continent, prehistoric climate change combined with hunting by people and dingoes. Uh, they steal babies, you know. They I have babies. heard that. Yeah. Left Tasmania, the only place where devils survived after 1000 BC. Ossiarch hopes to create a self-sustaining population of devils that can help rebalance the ecosystem in the face of invasive species. <laughs> and that's just delightful. delightful. Invasive well, species like Americans? Uh, yeah, it's adorable. Let me see. <clears throat> I mean, it's Tasmanian Let devil. It looks like, oh, a, yeah, like an ugly dog. That is a nice picture of one. They don't or a very all look large like rat. that, gentlemen. No. They do not all look no, like that. No, apparently some of them have giant tumors on their faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I heard they have really bad breath, too. Because they uh, flash and stuff. The, uh, this week's Ash Hole of the Week. I, oh. was, I was asked to Oh, we do that after the ratings, though. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, easy, easy, you want to jump the gun, you know. Well, you like, didn't jump in and say your thing. I'm just used to someone jumping in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa. I forgot which show I was on. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we actually, have manners here. We wait. Yeah. We're, we're professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Dead air is not, not a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, funny, well, I didn't hear any dead air. We were bantering, I believe. He's rushing to get off the show. Begs to get on the show. Rushing to get off the show. He woke up soured. I'm still soured over being demoted. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, let's uh, do our ratings. I guess yeah, well, where are you we could write them down. Like if we I'm not going to. No. Uh, I will start, I guess. I'm going to go 88. I mean, it's decent flavor. The construction issues were, they were okay. It wasn't devastating construction. Um, but those problems do kind of weigh in. Um, pretty consistent flavor. It's somewhat unique you know nothing that stands out too much but so 88 for me 87 
Uh, I'm not happy with the burn line on it. This is very young wrapper. There's a huge mm. combustion line on it. Yep. And I have to imagine that the tobacco on the inside is also young, and this is why we're having the mm-hmm. issue with it going out. It hasn't finished its fermentation. The cigar, it doesn't taste like ammonia, so I wouldn't knock off any points there. But there is a little bit of a sour, mm-hmm. lemon pledgy kind of yep. taste to it. Yep. Um, and it burns super, super hot, so I'm going to go 84. Okay. Whoa. Wow. Oof. All right. He's hash. Fair enough. That's hash. All right. So, Ash Hole of the Week. Yeah, you're doing a guest slot for the Ash Hole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, doing a guest slot. Best, well, this is one of the best stories. Same as Jen, you end up interacting with a lot of the public, so you see things. So... The sto- this story, really, I was there to witness it, but it didn't happen to me. <laughs> oh, that's even no. better. So my number two, Trevor, has a knack for getting the uh, oddest people to approach him. Yeah, I've heard So that. this lady walks up to him, and she's all masked up, and she walks up to the register, and she kind of looks a little bit like uh, Penguin from the second Batman. <laughs> oh. But she sounds like 1990s Batman the cartoon. So she looks at him and she goes, hey, with his deep, gruff voice, blow that smoke into my face. And Trevor looks at me and I'm like, I'm out. I have have nothing to do with this. And uh, he says, what did you say? She goes, you heard me. Blow that smoke right in my face. And she drops her mask, closes her eyes, and leans over the counter. And he goes, all right, I'm going to do it. And he blows the smoke in her face and she goes... Ah, that's the stuff. Then she asks for pineapple blunt wraps, and we send her on her way. But just before she goes, yeah, she, she goes... Wrong smoke shop. Hey, one more time, honey. Right in the kisser. <laughs> Did she think it was a dispensary? We thought, for some reason, that the giant smoking cigar sticking out of the side of our building said pineapple blunt wraps. So for her lack of observation, I award her yeah. the ash hole well, of the week. I, I think it's confusing in today's lingo to be called a smoke shop could be you know I if think. i had a blunt sticking out of the side of the building yeah. though and someone came in looking for cigars that would be weird as yeah well. so and the fact that everything yeah. that is covered in cigars is not a single but even hint of marijuana the first five things you see when you walk into this store is cigars cigars cigars, cigars. yeah, yeah. Cigars but how many cigars. people wander the only around thing you see from the parking lot wander they walk all around and then say do you got any glass pipes you got a kid that's 21 years old, doesn't know any better. Yeah, they're, I mean, I they're used that. to that yeah. stuff being hidden into the, in the back, and so you got to go looking for it. Dozen right. other shops on this strip that do that, so if that's no surprise. More. Yeah, you get used to picking them. I swear, before they even walk in, sometimes yeah. I can look, cigarettes. and I'll be like, cigarettes, hundred percent cigarettes, or that I'll be like, vape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and they definitely target uh, Trevor because he just looks too friendly. You got to be almost unapproachable. Like, let them be a little bit afraid to talk to you. I mean, terrible for retail, but for great for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's perfected it over yeah. the years. So, like, yeah, nobody wants to <laughs> talk to him. That's why Ed guy. Sullivan's never once had a weirdo approach him. Yeah. I, yeah. Nobody approaches him. He's not approachable. He's yep. not approachable. It's, no. it's a key to uh, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> resting face. Yeah, I, I spent a year on the sales floor and I have no stories. None whatsoever. Except no. the ones that happened to Trevor. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Poor Trevor. Some people attract him. Like I have to get him on the show one day, just have an entire show of Trevor telling there was stories. One guy that walked in and he walked over to Trevor and just said, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> well, Trevor said, "Well, that's okay." Then the guy just turned around and left. He, he says, said, "There's a little more to that story." He said, "I'm sorry," and handed him a piece of paper with his name and oh, phone number on it. Oh, that was a different it. one. This is the same guy. <laughs> it's the same guy. And Trevor said, okay, that's fine. And the guy leaves. And then Trevor looks to where the guy was standing, and there's a puddle of pee on the floor. Oh, no, my my guy didn't pee, but I know the one you're talking about. I mean, if it's an older guy, it's like, I mean, (laughs) couldn't control it. Well, this same guy is no longer allowed to come to Two Guys Smoke Shop on account of peeing on the side of the building. Oh, yes, I know. Facing the window. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't pee on the window. He peed on the bricks. Yeah, in his defense. All right. Yeah. But so no excuse. In full, full frontal view of, the view of <laughs> everything. But there's a bathroom wow. right on the oh, other side. Yeah. Of that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, we and have the one bathroom inside. is open. You don't have to buy something to use the bathroom. Yeah. We prefer if you buy something on the way out. But right. Yeah. Right. Huh. All right. Well, that sounds the same as you need to buy something to use the bathroom. <laughs> we don't mind if you use the bathroom, but we'd prefer you to buy something on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to bring it in the bathroom. You don't want transients coming in just shooting up dope in the bathroom. It's <laughs> it's a customer bathroom. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, you don't yeah. have to buy something first. Be a customer after, but be a customer. Yeah, do yeah. something. Like you buy a cigar when you go chocolate. into the lounge. Just like any place. Yeah. Do the right thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, some people travel far to get here, so they may want to use the yeah. facilities first. Yeah. For sure. And it's not like this is the first place off the highway. There's plenty of other places to stop to use the bathroom, so it's not like <laughs> this is like the spot. The spot, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We do have a pretty sweet bathroom. It is nice. Yeah. So they would already have to have been a customer to know that. It's true. Right? Yeah. So they buy something. So next week. Uh, yes. All girl show next week. Oh, week off. We say all girl show. The Ash Heels. Yeah. The Ash Heels next week. Are you going to be on? No. <laughs> no. He no. has heels though. I've heard. Yeah. And also because of the restraining orders. You know? Yeah, true. There <laughs> is that. Got to keep the distance. So. No, so we're changing it up a little next week. So Ed, technically it's not going to be all girl. So Ed, you're going to come over here and jump in oh, my seat. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to talk because right. yeah, you don't want to be associated with I mean, that. Well, <laughs> once yeah. the girls get going, they say inappropriate stuff. It's we true. Do. You More don't want to be tied do, to that. You're better off just leaving your mic off. <laughs> oh, I will definitely leave it off. Yeah. No. So you're going to be up front? I was going to say, the mystery about the Aussie will finally be answered. It's She's going to be on stage. You? Me, Jen, and special returning host, Sarah. Oh, yeah. nice. So me, Jen, and Sarah next week, everybody. With Ed in the background apparently not talking. Just rolling his <laughs> eyes, right? Yeah. <laughs> As Mr. Delightful yeah. would. All right, sounds good. All right, Jim Collison said we got to get Mr. J back to the uh, the miners. Yeah, so we should end well, this. Back to the miners. <laughs> no, he's not a lot near them. Back either. up to the miners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, T ball's over. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to the assholes broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio about two guys smoke shop and Sam Answer. I heard that. Assholes. It's only because you're on the show. My mouth doesn't always follow the rules. It doesn't doesn't listen to what I have to say. You know, when you're half in the bottle. (laughs) All right. We will see you. Well, some of you will see them next week. I'll see you guys next week. You'll see someone next week. Stick the lid end in your mouth. Wrong show. Wrong show. Nobody wants that. Get out of here. Yeah. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.